Okay, so we welcome you back to the airwaves of Radio Islam International. It's gone 10.43. Now we take a look at the next interview and that is taking advantage of the new year. So a new year is facing us. There are 12 unused months filled with the unknown. The way we choose to spend these 12 months will depend mostly on us. It's a new year with new challenges and new opportunities. The question to each one of us is, will we meet the challenges head on or do we just sit tight and wait for things to happen. We do know, obviously, we do know that there's uh, something called takdeer and everything has been predestined, everything has been planned uh, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but that doesn't mean that we, you know, just sit back and wait for everything to happen. We should be like, going forward. We want to make some changes in ourselves. We want to become uh, better Muslims. We want to spend more time in the masjid, more time with the Quran, ex example. Then we can't just say, okay, you know what, I'm going to sit back and wait. It's the theory. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, tough luck. No, we got to take the first step forward and make things happen. If you want to turn around something in the business, maybe we look for a better job or look for a job. Um, we can't just wait and say, no, something will happen, something will come. We've got to make the effort as well. So to take us through this discussion, we're speaking to counselor and life coach, Sister Zakia Suleiman. Sister Zakia, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Radio Islam. Jazakla for your time. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It's always an honor and pleasure to be on uh, Radio Islam. Jazakla so much. Thank you for having me. Jazakallah so much. It's a pleasure having you with us. Now, what would a good mindset be regarding the new year? So, in life, change is always difficult. Mm. And to make long-term changes, you must create sustainable habits. Right. Too often, we struggle to establish a structure that helps us to build positive habits because we rely too much on motivation. Now, mm. we need to learn how to cultivate a positive mm. attitude. To cultivate a growth mindset, you must believe that you can improve. When you win small battles, such as accomplishing smaller goals, you show yourself you can achieve things. This gives you the confidence and motivation you need to work on bigger goals. Firstly, and what is very important with a positive or a good mindset is that we need to focus on behaviors, not outcomes. It's so easy to orient our resolutions around outcomes such as I want to lose 10 kilograms, I want to make more money, I want to gain expertise on a particular topic, etc. Now, those are all perfectly worthy outcomes to pursue, but you set yourself up for failure to focus only on the outcomes instead of the ongoing behaviors that will be necessary to get there. Instead of outcomes, we should think in, uh, in this way, like let me set an earlier bedtime or let me schedule two hours every weekend to work on a side project. Or let me read one book per month on the topic I want to gain expertise on. Committing to these specific regular behaviors and performing them consistently will help you far more than getting stuck focusing on the big fuzzy outcome. Another point is also to think big but to start small. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's certainly fine to have big goals, but we should strive to do and achieve in a way that maximizes our potential. But just because we think big doesn't mean that we always have to act big to get there. How could one use the new year to boost one's career? Okay, so for this, I'm, I'm going to give you just four strategies on how it will help you to jumpstart or boost your career in 2024. Number one, network more often. Build your network for the future. Networking isn't just about 
job searching. You can find a mentor, become a mentor, learn a new skill, or simply have a conversation by networking. You want to have a robust professional network, and the only way to develop that is through networking. By continuously growing your network, you'll also be able to tap into it whenever you need to. And I'm sure you must have heard the saying that your network is your net worth. Number two, create a challenge calendar. Challenge yourself to do one new thing every month. This can be learning a new skill, taking on a new project at work, emailing a mentor, or anything that makes you step out of your comfort zone. The only requirement is that it's something that will help you grow and develop continuously and professionally. Number three, reflect on the previous year. Self-reflection is a great tool to help you determine what you want to do in the future. Look to the past for guidance on what you enjoyed and what you disliked. Identify the areas in which you want to, in which you are the strongest, basically, and those that align with your future goals. Allow yourself to dream big and don't be afraid to take risks. And number four is to take some time to relax. By relaxing, you'll start to clear your mind and de-stress. When we are stressed, we often tend to see things from a more negative perspective, which doesn't help us move, to move forward. With a clearer mind, you'll be able to think more objectively and analytically. Allow yourself the time to re- relax and decompress, and you'll reap the be- benefits in many ways. Okay, Tazakla, so much for uh, Appa for that. Some very beautiful advice. Now, how could one look at enhancing personal relationships uh, when it comes to the new year? Too often we get, we take our relationships for granted, whether they are love relationships, parental relationships, or friend relationships. Let's not get lazy in love. Even the strongest, healthiest relationships could use a little fine-tuning every now and then. So the four strategies that I'm going to explain to you are simple. Give your undivided attention. It's very difficult for us to shut off our multitasking brain and to focus on the here and now, whether that person is our spouse or our child. But by being present with a person and giving them the gift of your undivided attention means that you need to put away your cell phone, set aside that task list, and, you know, fighting that internal monologue in your head. So the next time you are in a conversation with a friend or partner, try shutting out all distractions and just focusing on them. Listen closely to their words, observe their body language, and look for the emotion behind what they're saying. Be there not only with them, but for them as well. Number two, check your personal agenda at the door. Too many of us listen in only enough to relate to what the other person is saying and to their situation. Let's take a hypothetical example. A friend says that they're having trouble keeping it together and you pop in to agree and say, I know me too. Now, this is now kind of saying to them that you got it in a worse way. This can be without intending to do so. So you hijack their story. You'll never know where it would have gone if you had just stood back and checked your personal agenda at the door. Hard as it may be, let's attempt this little experiment for 2024. When a partner, family member, friend or acquaintance starts talking, resist the urge to come in with your parallel experience. Let their story play out. Number three, give space and allow for silence. 
often when we talk and there's a silence, it's often considered a dreaded circumstance in social circles. And when the conversation has gaps in it, sometimes people rush to fill that space, touching up words that don't even make sense because we don't want silence. But a funny thing happens when you allow for silence. That conversation that you were just having may deep, go deeper. The person who left off talking picks up again with more details, emotion, and exploration. Sometimes people just need a pause to gather their thoughts, take a breath, and get over, or get together whatever it is that they need to say. Number four, open up your langu- language. Now, relationships only grow as much as the people involved are willing to open up to each other. One way to foster this is by using open-ended questions, such as those that start with how or what, not simple yes and no questions or closed questions. Sister Marshall, there are so, uh, so many uh, good strategies that you have given us, and we see that uh, many of these strategies we find uh, in the life of Rasulullah that when dealing with the Sahaba, Rasulullah also implied, uh, uh, employed similar uh, strategies. Now, as a final yes. question, um, you know, especially when it comes to breaking bad habits, people set goals uh, at the start of years, at the start of the new year. How can one make these goals more effective? Change is a process, right? And processes in any, um, in any walk of life takes time. So some of the recommended steps that I suggest is to focus on starting a new habit rather than quitting an old habit. Choose realistic goals that are sustainable for long term. Instead of you saying, I'm going to go one hour a day, five days a week to the gym. Start with saying, I'm going to go for 15 minutes to the gym at least three times a week. Or I'm going to do 10 push-ups every day. And then you gradually increase it. Make sure your goals are specific and measurable. So you need to know exactly what the goal entails and put a timeline to it. Because you must give yourself the opportunity to be able to measure it. Be flexible and open to change al- changing them along the way if you need to. Because life is not set in stone. We do have things that come up unexpectedly. So we must be able to make changes if and when need be. Identify obstacles that might get in the way of your success. Like, if you want to become a real estate agent and you don't have a vehicle, that is an obstacle. So you need to identify things that are not going to get you to the goals that you you want. Partner with an accountability buddy. So you guys can have weekly or or bi-monthly catch-up sessions where... Uh, you focus on how far have we achieved A, B, and C. What's the way forward? Or I was stuck with this. What's an alternative way that I can look at that issue? Another one is to set up reminders to help you stay motivated. On our cell phones these days, we can set up multiple uh, reminders, uh, alarm clock for certain things. So if you need to do that, use that. That's convenient for you because... Almost all of us always have our phones on. And lastly, check your progress. It's very important to know exactly how far we've come and how much further we've got to go to achieving goals that we have. And that is my advice for you for today. 
Jazakallah so much for that. It was very, very, very pertinent advices that you have given throughout the program, throughout the interview that we had with you. Jazakallah so much. There's so much that we can learn. And obviously, as uh, you know, it's a new year. We need to tackle it and we need to, to appreciate the various bounties, the favors that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. And we need to use all these abilities that we have to try and take maximum benefit of this year. So long as we, you know, we've got a plan, we've got a goal, we're working towards something, then, uh, you know, so long as we have a plan in place, there is at least something that we can target and there is something that we can reach. But uh, Jazakallah so much to yourself for your time and the wonderful advice that you have shared with us and our listeners. I mean, it's always a pleasure to be with you guys on Radio Islam.